Hello everyone, welcome to the Lucky Ass Peach Podcast. Ooh, I'm your host Rachel, the Lucky Peach. Woo, welcome back, it's spooky month. Woo, 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 Can you tell I recorded two episodes on the same day? Because I'm wearing the same shirt, but oh well. Um, yes, we are here for the monthly review. I forgot what else I was going to say. I had an idea of something funny I could say before I started recording, and then I forgot it, but that's okay. It's spooky time. Um, so yes, uh, this was not my first choice of a movie to review. Um, I actually didn't have a first choice, because <laughs> all my options out of movies that released in September were not the greatest. Um, but, you know, I was like, I should just go with a horror movie, and this is seemingly the only one that released last month. So we're gonna go with it. We're gonna review Malignant. Um, Raul is not joining us for this review for once because he refuses. Because <laughs> he did not like this. I didn't either, but he refused. Um, but uh, we have another uh, person to welcome back who also likes shitty movies like I do. <laughs> Please. It's funny because I don't call them shitty. <laughs> I do. I just like movies. <laughs> Literally, my favorite. One of my favorite movies is one of the worst movies on the planet. Oh, shit. I don't even know what my favorite. Oh, well, they're not the worst. My favorite is John Wick, and they're pretty good deep praise. My favorite is Man in the Iron Mask, which I should probably review on the podcast at some point. Hmm. You I don't know. People, commentary. Is it that people think it's shitty or is it just that it's no, bad? It oh, okay. <laughs> it's like it's like how nobody can do like King Arthur or like Greek myth movie right movies, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like like no one can ever do it right. I'll so, probably like, rent that today. Green Knight. What? Green Knight. Because I haven't oh, seen it and I've been yeah. wanting to see it. It's so good. I'm hoping A24 does like a special edition Blu-ray. I feel like they might, because it was such or a big that movie that got put out. The collection. Mm, that'd be good. It's artsy enough. I feel like it deserves it. I've seen some clips, and it's definitely like holy shit. That's bad. Yeah, enough. but anyways, we're not here to talk about a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. I think this is the first like quote unquote bad movie mm-hmm. that has been reviewed. I mean, like, I know I wasn't a big fan of Mortal Kombat, and there was a, a divide in our opinions on Army of the Dead, but, like, they were all relatively good. This was not. Yeah, it could have been way better. <laughs> yeah, so, Malignant is the latest film from James Wan. Um, it is an original uh, story by him and some others. Uh, the film stars Annabelle Wallace as a woman who begins to have visions of people being murdered, only to realize the events are happening in real life. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way of putting it, I guess. I don't know. I, ugh, so... I guess I'll just go into the plot. 
Mm, so, go for it. Um, so in 1993, Dr. Florence Weaver and her colleagues um, treat psychiatric patient Gabriel at a, a research hospital. Gabriel has special powers such as controlling electricity and broadcasting his thoughts via speakers. One night, Gabriel turns violent and kills several staff members of the institution. Yeah, and then she says, you've been a bad, bad boy, Gabriel. <laughs> Time to cut out the cans. <laughs> uh, 27 years later, Madison, a pregnant woman, uh, returns home to her husband, Derek, who the actor play, who plays him is the guy from Percy Jackson. The the son oh, of Hermes, yeah. Hermes looking ass. Yeah, the son of Hermes. Yeah, I was like, oh, we're gonna see him. No, we're not. He's gone. Yeah, uh, yeah. After her pregnancy caused her to feel ill at work, uh, during an argument, Derek smashes Madison's head against the wall. After which, she locks herself in the bedroom and falls asleep. Madison later wakes up to find Derek's body after having had a dream of a man entering their house and violently killing him. The killer, who is still in the house, attacks Madison, rendering her unconscious. Um, the next morning, Madison wakes up in a hospital and is informed by her sister, Sydney, that her unborn baby did not survive the attack. After being interviewed by police, Detective Kekoa Shaw and his partner, Regina Moss, Madison returns home. There, Madison reveals to Sydney that she was adopted at eight years old. That is the best scene in the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Soap opera vibes. Uh, the killer kidnaps a woman running a Seattle underground tour. Uh, Madison has another vision, this time of the killer murdering Dr. Weaver. During their investigation, Shaw wants to discover a photo of Madison as a child in Weaver's house and learn that Weaver specialized in child reconstructive surgery. Madison and her sister approach the police after Madison has another vision, this time of the killer murdering Dr. Fields. The killer contacts Madison and reveals himself to be Gabriel. Madison's childhood imaginary friend. She and her sister visit their mother, Jean, to learn more. Madison realizes that Gabriel was not her imaginary friend, but someone real to whom she spoke during her childhood. Shaw finds a link between the doctors and Madison, which leads him to discover Dr. Gregory's dead body. The detectives enlist the help of a psychiatric hypnotherapist, hoping to unlock Madison's memories. Madison recalls that her birth name is Emily May, and that Gabriel wanted her to kill her unborn sister. She came close to doing it, but was unable to stop herself. The police arrest Madison when the kidnapped woman falls from the attic in her home, revealing that Gabriel was living inside her house. The woman is Serena May, Madison's birth mother. Sydney visits the now abandoned hospital and finds that Gabriel is Emily's twin brother, who lives within her body as an extreme version of teratoma, uh, sharing the same brain and spinal cord as Emily. Oh, gross. Uh, <laughs> a photo of a real one just showed up. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, during Emily's childhood, Gabriel appeared as a half-formed child facing out of Emily's back. Weaver operated on Emily to cut the parasitic tumor, cut out the parasitic tumor, and sewed Gabriel back into her brain. He was dormant during her childhood, but woke up when Derek hit her head against the wall. Gabriel's face now emerges from the back of Madison School, and operates her body backwards when he takes control, explaining the killer's unnatural movements and the upside-down fingerprints of the, his crime scenes. 
Gabriel, provoked by fellow inmates at the lockup, takes full control of Madison's body, slaughters them in almost the entire precinct with superhuman strength and agility, and eventually leaves. Sydney and Shaw intercept him at the hospital where Serena is recovering from her captivity. Shaw and Sydney are attacked by Gabriel. Sydney informs Madison that Gabriel is the cause of her miscarriages because he was feeding off of her fetuses. Angry at the revelation, Madison wakes up and takes back control of her body, transporting both herself and Gabriel back to a black mindscape. Madison locks a disbelieving Gabriel behind bars, saying that she is now the one in control and that Gabriel's powers are hers now. As Madison leaves Gabriel in the mindscape, he insists to her that he will return one day. Madison replies that she will be ready for him when he does and leaves the mindscape. Back in the hospital and in full control of her body, Madison lifts a hospital bed, pinning Sydney to, Sydney to the wall with her newly acquired strength. A hair... Oh, <laughs> the pair hug. Uh, I almost said a hair pug. Um, as Madison affirms that even though she was adopted and is not related by blood, she has been her sister all along and is proud to be so. As the two embrace, Serena looks on happily while the electric humming that accompanied Gabriel's attacks can be heard faintly. Yeah, so in words, it sounds like a better movie. <laughs> but it's not. You're muted. Yeah, it's because someone called me. <laughs> And it's oh. kind of important. Hold on, give me one second. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so in words, this movie sounds better than it actually is. Um, like, just reading it off, I'm like, oh, this sounds like a good concept. But having seen the movie, I know that it's not. So, so the opening sequence to me, when uh, it's showing the doctor um talking to gabriel saying he's been a bad boy like it felt like an alien movie like i was fully convinced like okay okay well when i heard of this movie i didn't watch any trailers but i saw the poster and i was like oh this looks like another paranormal movie that sounds like james wan uh, but no i saw the opening sequence and i was like oh this is an alien movie um it turns out it was not, in fact, an alien movie. I had a million fucking thoughts about what this movie might be that I have crossed out in my notes as I went through this movie because I realized it wasn't that. And I don't mean that in a good way. This is confusing mm -hmm. in a bad way. Yeah, it's a bit confusing. I'm not going to lie. I, because it's like, it wasn't, I don't remember Blumhouse's stuff. And I got a knock at the door. <laughs> I'll go in a minute if they knock again. Uh, <laughs> Dude, all right, this is the most interaction I've had from anyone calling and knocking on my door. Good. At least it's on your end for once. Yeah. It's not happening on my side for once. <laughs> it's confusing in the fact that uh, you don't really know what the hell is going on. And even when they explain it, yes, it does kind of fix loop, like little uh, holes in the plot, but it doesn't fix a lot. Yeah. One thing I do have to mention when you were reading it, I remember something. You know how the lady was stuck in the attic, apparently. Yeah. Why was there a big ass fan like the in the triangle wall? There's a fan that was rotating like oh. look. 
Yeah, why like is a, that in the house? Like a warehouse fan. Yeah, like a warehouse fan. And like, I get why? like to have that as like, oh, she's hidden in some warehouse, but why is it in the house? Exactly. How big is the attic? <laughs> I didn't think about that until just now. What the fuck? Dude, and like, I did not think that one through. Also, if she fell from the attic, is she the living room something? Not only that. Why is she falling on the first floor? If it's a two-floor building, shouldn't she fall in the... Because she fell by the stairs, too. Oh, did she? I thought it was in the living room. Because they got out of the whole psychosis thing that they were doing. And then in the living room, they're like, okay, there's nothing here. Uh, We'll keep in contact. Don't need the same. And then all of a sudden, it's like a fucking jackass scene where she just falls in the living room. (laughs) You know the Gibby scene from iCar. I don't know if you've seen like a, a lot of iCarly, but I rewatched yeah. it lately. And there was a scene where Gibby dropped from the fucking roof, bounced, and then bounced. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> There's so much problems with this movie. <laughs> it just keeps. I'm gonna go to the real quick. Oh my god! Yeah, so I had a million thoughts. Like, okay, that I have now crossed out in my notes. Uh, so I have, um, oh, it's an alien movie. And then I have The Omen, but it's cancer. And then I have, if I had a nickel for every time a bad movie trying to to rip Rosemary's Baby um, released in 2021, I'd have two nickels, which is weird. Which is a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. Um, the second movie I was referring to is False Positives. It's not a good movie either. Um, and then I have, what do I have? Um, what, else, what other notes up to her? Um, yeah, I have, does she have DID? Uh, I have, um, what does all this have to do with cancer? Uh, then I have, True. is this bitch going to end up being related to Gabriel? Um, then I have, is Gabriel an altar? Is he a spirit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I have, uh, um, she has DID for sure. And I say, uh, Hollywood, stop adding more stigmas to DID, please. This is ableist as fuck. Uh, that's true. Um, and I have, uh, what in the Shutter Island meets The Shining? Um, yeah. Okay, that's the last one I have. But yeah, like my, I went through a million thoughts of what this movie might be, and none of them were correct and not in a good way. Because in the end, it ended up being like the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> it's just fucking Voldemort in the back. <laughs> where where is the turban? Oh this my is Gabriel. Right shit, he was Harry Potter as fuck. When, when he's like, it. the trickster. That? It's called the trickster, and that's what Gabriel reminded me of. It's the meme. Oh, the first scene when he's like stabbing whoever in the bed before mm-hmm. we, we know that it's her, and it yeah. shows his face for a second. I was like, Oh, his face looks like brains. I, I saw the hair, so I was like, Oh, it's gotta be her somehow. Like the, the long hair, the figure. I'm like, somehow I'm putting two and two together. They they gotta be related or something, like a tw- like a messed up twin that had an accident or something. Yeah. It's not good. Mm. Like, to me, it felt like a 16-year-old theater kid wrote this, trying to be nostalgic about 
early 2000s horror action movies. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> but like also the scene where they're talking about her being adopted is oh my god, it is some it is the most soap opera thing. She's like, I have to tell you something. I'm adopted. <laughs> She's like <gasps> That I yeah I I don't even remember the movie. That's how, like unfazed I was by it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, it don't. It's not good. Yeah, it it's it's so many. It was trying to do so much to bring in complicated storytelling, but that's not how you do it. Yeah, and in the end, it was like. Uh, like a birth what's it called a birth birth defect defect kind of mm-hmm. combined with patient malpractice that too um uh the, yeah. yeah no <laughs> my primary thought though that i had mm-hmm. during this movie there's more a gripe that i have with james one because this isn't the first time he's cast this person mm-hmm. uh, he cast mckenna grace as the younger version of Madison and I'm like she's a great actress but why is she in everything and why is James Wan casting her in everything because I looked her up she's in her late teens yeah she's like 15 16 yeah and she's it's still weird. playing an eight-year-old like I, yeah what was she was wait was she thought of or was she actually the playing the younger self she was actually okay. That's that's why because I was like that looks like McKenna Grace, but like he older. casts her in everything, and I'm like, damn, is he gonna keep casting her in young children when she's an adult? She she needs her breakthrough role by now. Like she's an amazing supporting actress. Like she's already doing great. yeah. Like, like just give her an auto like a good role, one. It, it it makes me wonder what if she has a contract with him or something. Oh shit. I don't even think of that. That could definitely. She's. Happen. I know for sure she's in. The Conjuring movies, as well, and some what other stuff that he's done. I need, I need a... She's in the last two. Oh, she okay. She wasn't in the first one. She plays the 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 daughter. Oh, that's right. No, she's that's in right. An, Annabelle or something. Yeah, uh, the uh, comes home or something where it's uh, dealing at that. Hey, I remember now. I remember. Yeah. Those are more memorable than this one. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were actually good. They were actually good, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, also, the, the like theme song of the movie. That reminded me so much of Resident Evil. I texted Raul immediately as it started playing. I'm like, dude, I think I might have accidentally started my Resident Evil <laughs> voodoo bundle where it's like I binge watch <laughs> all eight. To me, it was like you wouldn't steal a car, you wouldn't steal a TV. Piracy is stealing. <laughs> That's yeah, what that yeah. song sounded like to me. You just and brought just, me back to fucking. Earth. It just confirmed more of my like somebody trying too hard to feel nostalgic about the early two thousands movies. Now that yeah, now that you mentioned that, I can I can see what you mean. Yeah. I, I will give it its props though. Like the the positives that I got was 
how he was built and how they switched the arms out. Like that was cool. That was cool. It was gruesome, but it like, definitely it was cool. kind of had more of a like. Oh, it makes sense how he would move. Yeah, definitely. Like it, it's it's still obscure, but like it kind of works. Cause I mean, we could technically break our fucking elbows to make it like that, but whether or not we would fucking knock ourselves out from the pain, that's another question. But since she's already knocked out, like <laughs> can't even do it. Yeah, we can't. Like, <laughs> That's fucking wild. <laughs> and then uh, the the skull cracked open, whatever the, the surgery, and then they closed it up. I don't think skulls work like that, but that was kind of. They cool. don't. <laughs> he, I've he, seen, uh, they just this is gonna be real morbid. I've mm-hmm. seen I've seen the JFK photos. That's not how a skull works. They actually have photos of them, like after. Yeah. Oh. Well, before. Well, like during and after. During it. I've seen a couple there's autopsy photos. Oh, I might I might look into that. Yeah, and then there's there's video footage of it, and then there's actual photos of it happening. I forget there there was a video back then. Shitty video, yeah. but video nonetheless. There's a really bad movie about it called Parkland about the guy who caught it on video. Oh, I think I heard of it. Probably from my history. Good professor or some shit it is paul giamatti in it though paul giamatti why do i recognize that name Let's you see. know who paul giamatti is you know who he is is that uh, american prince uh williams <laughs> that's american prince williams <laughs> or italian prince williams giamatti. don't do paul giamatti like that <laughs> Dude, he could actually play him. <laughs> He's cool, though. Is he cool? Okay. Right, He's sure. cool. I think... No, that's David Cross. I don't know. I'm just mixing up all Oh, Paul, okay. Big Fat Liar. I remember him now. Yeah, Paul Giamatti. Okay. I thought that was the... the when I, I was re-watching it one time, I thought that was the guy from fucking Alvin and the Chipmunks. That's David Cross. Yeah, they, I don't know why. I just thought that why is Alvin the guy from why why is fucking whatever his name in this one? But <laughs> <laughs> my favorite note I have written down about this movie is this mm-hmm. house is on crack, boy. He might have been Gabriel might have been because the moves he put out in the police station. Well, I wrote it early on, so this is before we knew it was Gabriel. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like when the husband gets murdered. And you're just like, what the hell is going on with the house? I, I'm not, like, before we even knew who Gabriel was, but I'm not against what happened to the husband. Because that shit oh, was, He deserved it. Yeah, he deserved it. Like, the, the head, it broke the, the fucking... Bro, it cracked her skull. It cracked, her, yeah. Her, her teratoma out. Motherfucker broke the, the wall with the force, like... No. Is he always casted as a villain? Because in Supernatural, he also cast. He was casted as the body of uh, I think Michael, which he was technically a bad guy in the series. I've only. It, this is like way in like season. This six, is only season the second. Well, like I mean, he's also in the second Percy Jackson movie, but yeah, 
aside from Percy Jackson, this is only second the thing, the, the, the second thing I've seen him in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the fourth for me. Um, That's wild. Why is he Jake Abel? Oh my God, his photo is in the fedora on Percy on Percy Jackson on Wikipedia. Gross. <laughs> he would. Oh, he's in the Love the Bones. Was he? Oh shit. I don't plan on watching that movie again because. Uh, I need to rewatch. I need to rewatch it, right. it just because. Right. Yeah, yeah, just because it feels. Because when I first watched it, it was uh, in school on one, two, three movies, <laughs> and it was blurry as <laughs> so. It's so much. I have like a very like good memory of me watching The Island on one, two, three movies in middle school. I am number four. He's in that one. Wow. Um. So, okay. yeah. So, saying about him, the budget was forty million, and that's a lot. It's kind of we're still in that tricky space because HBO Max, well, Warner Brothers is releasing Warner things Brothers, on HBO yeah. Max and in theaters yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. So its box office is only twenty nine point seven. But considering that, it's it more than twenty percent. Considering it was a split release, that was a really that's really good. Yeah, I mean, uh, like the 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 key to like just releasing anything would be getting I think twenty percent of it, and that's almost basically three fourths of it back. So um, it's it's not bad for them. It's still a lot of like budget going into. I feel like yeah. majority of the budget went into the actual editing when she's having the visions like that was incredible i the cgi was great yeah the cgi was that final fight scene is oh no entertaining af they used they also used the harry potter cgi oh did (laughs) they it looked like the quidditch cgi from the first movie when they look like i want to go back now like floppy (laughs) oh okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) but it's still really entertaining like the final act yeah they they went all out for that one. They pulled a Nolan. Let's just destroy everything in this set. I imagine it was a set because it looked like a set. Yeah. Um, but it was entertaining as hell. Yeah. Um, it's the only plus side. Raul said he he thinks this is James Wan just seeing how much fun he can have in between before he has to start the next Aquaman movie. But like oh, I don't know. I don't know. Has it started shooting? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it might have been. <laughs> that might have actually been the case. Yeah, it's I don't care if it's a that fired what's-her-name and uh, she who shall oh, not yeah. be named. More um, and more twice. So, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has 76%. Mm-hmm. That's higher than I would have thought. Um, yeah, it's more than passing. Yeah, it says, although malignant isn't particularly scary, Director James Wan's Return to Horror contains plenty of gory thrills and a memorably bonkers twist. So are they just um, giving it because it's James Wan? That sounds like it. Was yeah, this is what it seems like. But James Wan seems like one of those people who makes horror movies for money instead yeah. of actually trying to make a good horror movie. I think since like he left his project of Saw, that's when... Yeah. which is fine like i get it i get filmmakers that go for money I mean, yeah I've, I've heard people compare it to like jj abrams and that like he'll start something but he won't finish it mm. in terms of like a series because he didn't yeah. direct most of the conjuring movies either 
No, he didn't. So it's like he started saw, he left it. He started the conjuring, he left it. Yeah. As soon as he like a major company came in to try and buy it, that's when he just Yeah, just, not, uh, I think that's a yikes. Like Which I get it. I hope he finds behind you saying that he started. Yeah. Unless he only planned to do like I think he only directed the first two saws and then booked because like it was a a big change from normal horror and then he saw the two I, I forgot who it was the the thing with the gears um but I mean I would too not gonna lie like if I only projected my movies to be like two or three but then someone offered to make more but i didn't have to do any work and like i already completed my love i kind of low-key finished it but left it off to like it's still extending i would be fine with it but like yeah. if it's actually a passion project then yeah no like I, I i get hurt over losing projects that i started creating but i like got kicked out and that still hurts me today it's like losing a child that's like the end of florida project like that's how much I compare. <laughs> That's how much I compare my projects because they're like my kids. Not I love the them. Florida Project. I love that movie. You, I, oh I'm so grateful God, you guys I showed it to me. That's the last comparison I expected. <laughs> it's because that's, that's how when I you feel. Said I know. That's all I, I pictured feel. when you said it was her running into Disney World. <laughs> oh, not the Disney World. <laughs> Shout out an iPhone. Yeah, shout out to it. Shot on iPhone. Why wasn't that an iPhone commercial? <laughs> Honestly, that would have shot been on funny. iPhone by Sean B. Exactly. Oh, God, that's that was fun. a fun time. We watched that. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. I think we watched it on Discord or either a comment. No, we watched it together. We watched it at Raul's house. Did we? I think, I think it was after we watched Unfriended. We might we might have watched it at Raul's house. I don't remember. I think we did. No, I have to text him. I don't know. <laughs> it's a better memory. Because <laughs> I, I know we I know we made fun out of, of, of unfriended. Anyways, oh, speaking of bad horror movies, um, <laughs> so Andrew Barker of Variety said it's hard to say whether a film is bonkers. Oh, a film this bonkers is oh, okay. works or not. But it's impossible not to admire both the craft and extravagant bad taste <laughs> behind it. <laughs> I do respect that it went all out. Like they yeah. didn't—they didn't really hesitate. They're like, "Yeah, this doesn't make any sense, but we're gonna yeah. put it all in there." Yeah, you gotta, you, gotta the you gotta see it through, my boy. Yeah, that's—I can respect the commitment to the the WTF. Yeah. There's so much WTF, Jesus. I have a quote written down that says cock knockers, and I still don't know what that means. What the fuck? Apparently it's from the movie. Is it? Oh, no. I feel like it was the cops. Oh, that's okay. The one plus side. The cop. Uh, I'm not saying plural because my favorite was the lead officer or detective investigating. I forgot his name, but he was great. like, I feel I, I said this in Raul's review, but I feel like he was the only one giving it his all yeah. while everyone else was giving him 50% of their acting. I did. I did like the other cop. I mean, I, I noticed she was more cast in like the stereotypical, like but, black woman playing a cop for comic relief vibes definitely 
but she was cool. Yeah. She seemed like a cool person. Oh, and the forensic detective, I don't know if you've seen Lucifer, but for those that have that are listening, that forensic detective was completely, I 100% believe they ripped off Ella Lopez from Lucifer series on Netflix because it was uncanny. Like, let's just cast another, I think she was Latina. I, I'm not sure. She could be a, a, a white passing Latina, which is fine. She's still Latina. Um, but the point is that that type of character, like the, uh, uh, the characteristics and mannerisms, a hundred percent spot on like if i were to edit a video of ella lopez from lucifer and her it would be basically the same and i, um, I know you watched like just the first episode of lucifer but like for those I've that are listening that have, episodes, yeah. you've seen a couple okay but like it's it's just what was her name? uh lucifer uh ella lopez and uh... and hers uh, oh, it is based on the DC comic. Wait, um, what? Um, Lucifer. Oh yeah, 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 the variant. Yeah, 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 yeah. <gasps> oh. It's yeah, I know. I know about Annabelle Wallace because she was in Annabelle. <laughs> um and the main thing i know about her is that i don't know if they're still together um yeah she's uh she's with chris pine that's the main thing i knew about her Um, yeah i had never seen anything she was in until annabelle which she was very okay in um I can't even think of like a good horror movie that's like this to recommend because like you don't see stuff like this. You really don't. Because throughout the movie and like so it is pretty original, but throughout the movie it has that like I said earlier, like when it opened, I thought it was aliens and then I thought it was cancer and then I thought it was like a rosemary's baby or like the omen and then I thought it was like DID and then I got mad if it had been like I would have been very upset if it had been DID. Oh, um, yeah, it would have, yeah, it's representation and stuff. Yeah, it's like, I like Anya Taylor-Joy, but I don't plan on, huh, I don't want to watch Split because of that. Mm-hmm. There were, I, I've talked to a few people about that specific movie, and they're like, that's not completely how it works, and it's like. It's, no, yeah. the, the only, like, I like learning, researching it. So, like, the only piece of media I've seen so far that does a really good job is uh, United States of Terror. Because mm-hmm. Tony Collette just, she just. We love Tony Collette. <laughs> when she transitions, it's like, it's so, like, it's what you would see in a video of an actual patient mm-hmm. transitioning. I feel like even though the the actual for split at least uh, how it was portrayed by DID it was wrong but like um, what's his name uh, Char- I forgot his real name Jesus why he's a good actor I like him James I'm just, James yeah I feel like when McAvoy was like switching between characters due to like the stress and what it needed that's the one thing that 
I've heard uh, people talk where it's kind of accurate in the sense that when they feel danger, that persona that protects them yeah. from that danger will come out. So I was like, he does a good job at switching between those two. So that's like the only plus of that movie. Also, to go off topic again, as mm-hmm. as per usual, <laughs> just yeah. learned today is Google's 23rd birthday. Damn, that's um, crazy. So I just learned I'm older than Google. Oh, shit. I didn't think it was. What? Anyways, happy birthday, Google. Happy at the birthday, time that we're recording this on September 27th. <laughs> happy birthday, Google. Happy birthday. Give us some money. Allow us. Put, it, put us in birthday, the top Google. page. Google please, please, please go back to the old ways of monetization on YouTube. Oh, for sure. Please, Please bring back Google. the good days of YouTube back in like 2010 when it was great. God, yeah, that was great. Before, before, before certain uh, unmentionable brothers ruined it for small creators. Oh, you're not wrong. It's true. They fucked up and somehow we got the hit. Yeah, no, they really did fight. I, I, when I first joined YouTube in 2010, um, I, uh, I was able to monetize my videos no matter how many subscribers I had, and now I can no longer do that. That was a possibility to monetize before even subscribers. Back then, yeah. What? Fuck. And now you have to have a thousand. Oh yeah. And the algorithm. Fix the algorithm, too, Google. What the fuck? YouTube, please give us back control. Give us back control. Well, happy birthday. I guess. Anyways. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a chaotic episode. Say, it can't be. It can't get any worse than the, uh, the Art of Self-Defense episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was there for it. I, I got so into the movie though that I hate it. <laughs> like to have, like, I stay quiet while you guys are talking, and I was one like, third of us actually watched the movie. <laughs> it was it, it was a good time. Um, I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts? Um, I think I figured out why you put cuckold or whatever you put. The author's name is Cacao or. Cock-knockers. Oh, cockknockers! Yeah, I think somebody said it in the movie, but I can't. I don't know if it's related to the fact that the sister and the cop kept hitting on each other. <laughs> I don't know. There's a cock. Cop. Oh, cop! I'm like, what? The quote is cockknockers, but like, I think this is the most cliche thing about this movie is. Uh, the sister and the main cop instantly started flirting with each other. They were flirting. Yeah, I feel like that doesn't happen often. Instantly. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, do we really have to do this? Do you think it was a type of white person to put Blue Lives Matter on their wing show? Does that, that might be the reason. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, thing. Can we take cops out of horror movies? Please. Yeah. I Only get use it. them when they're necessary, but can we yeah. stop making them supporting characters? Like they, uh, I feel like majority of them will automatically dismiss it as just 
a closed case because like they're not gonna deal with paranormal. They're not gonna. Continue. Yeah, I I feel like realistically she still should have been locked up. Yeah, because like the law is not gonna care. Like to be honest, uh, judges and cops are ableist. Like that's mm-hmm. the, they are definitely ableist. So if they do get be, it, like, yeah. So like. Realistically speaking, unfortunately, a judge would have been like, but it's still your body. You technically still committed these murders, even if you weren't aware. And even if you didn't get it. It was the same thing to other, to, you know, people with like mental illnesses. Yeah. So, realistically, she either would have been incarcerated or institutionalized. I've, mercifulness, institutionalized worst prison she's still gonna be behind herself That's yeah 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 <laughs> this movie's not that great uh give it uh it three out of ten. no They're we do five. Oh, we do five we do Bro, that's peaches. why that's why i went with a five last time i went on rose because he does 10 and i got confused i always thought he yeah i always get confused when i go there because i'm used to like letterbox and stuff yeah thinking out of five and I do out of five on here. I don't. I don't know what their problem is. I'll give it a two just because. <laughs> I'll give it a two just because it was. In certain scenes were entertaining enough. I love the CGI. The the actor that played the lead detective was pretty good in his line delivery. And the gore, like the I don't know if it was CGI. I, I feel like some scenes were actual practical, but like that practicalness of the. Gabriel's little hands. <laughs> they cut off his fucking limbs. They took his arms. <laughs> they took my arms, Maurice. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, fuck. Yeah, so with that, two out of five. <laughs> oh, I gave it two and a half out of five peaches. Mm. Um, yeah, it was entertaining the seat the the final act is entertaining as well yeah it's really, definitely. It's really just like oh for my anime fans this was definitely some sukuyomi shit at the end my man's had the yeah. sharing on the weapon is pretty cool too he like makes oh. a knife out of a like trophy, the trophy. for the, the like i don't yeah. know what that's called the thing with the snakes that uh like um, you see on ambulances yeah, it's the. It was like based. I think it was based on Greek as well. It was used as a medical. Yes. Yeah, it's a. It's a thing. I forgot from, the name of it. It's a thing. Hermes. Hermes. Was it Hermes? It's Hermes. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the fashion thing because they call it Hermes. <laughs> no, it's Hermes. It's Hermes. Oh, um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not me making fun of rich people. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's good. <laughs> Give us some money and we'll stop. <laughs> legit. Um, yeah. So, yeah. The, the reveal was pretty cool, though, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. When she, like... Um, yeah, and the final act is dope, but... The first and second acts aren't really worth the wait. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, th- um, that's why it's like, all right, we gave it a two because of the final act. Legit, it's the only reason it gets anything is because of the final yeah, exactly. act. Um, any anything else? Nah, I basically covered all mine. <laughs> yeah, this I promise, is, yeah, no. I promise next month's review will be better. Venom better 2 movie. will definitely be better than this shit. I'm not gonna lie. We'll see about that. <laughs> I definitely will. I don't know if you'll go see it, but I know I will. I'm gonna watch it out of curiosity. Oh, you are? Oh, I don't think it's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be better than this. That's what I said. <laughs> sure, maybe. Um... Yeah, uh, Luis, where can people find you? Uh, they can check out my podcast at It'll Quiet Down on Spotify, Apple, anywhere you find it, as well as checking just checking out uh, my website at luxerstudios.com where you can see everything film, podcast, whatever. Yeah, Yay, he finally has plugs. I finally do, yeah. Uh, anyways, where the fuck is my mouse? Oh. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Luis, for being here. Thank you to my patrons at patreon.com. Luis, Gio, Abby, and Brad. Hashtag invite Brad. He will be back next week. I think so. I hope so. Um, yeah, I will. Um, you can find me everywhere at Lucky Peach, LVCKY Peach. Uh, if you go to any of my socials, you can find a link tree that takes you to my Twitter, my Instagram, my TikTok, my Letterboxd, uh, the Discord associated with the podcast, also the podcast. Um, my YouTube, my Twitch, which I don't really use anymore. Um, yeah, you can also catch me on the Nerdcore a lot. And I hopefully will have an update on the stickers by uh, the next episode. Hopefully, I think so. Uh, we're still working on the designs. Um, and to, for those of you on Patreon, at Patreon, it comes to Chucky Peach. Um, let's see. This week's episode of Ingmar Bergman's Cinema is going to be Port of Call. So you can catch that on Friday. Um, Yeah. I will see you guys next week. Stay peachy.